Welcome back to the Suraj podcast. In the previous episode, we heard the discussion between Chandu and Jahangir, how Chandu was feeding the emperor lies about Guru Hargobind, all for his own benefit and protection. Jahangir then decided to send Vizir Khan, a devout Sikh, to Amritsar to, to request Guru Hargobind to come and visit Delhi so they may meet. So that's how chapter 48 concluded with Vizir Khan arriving at Amritsar and 49 now starts off describing how Vizir Khan, the wise Vizir Khan, had set up camp in Amritsar. He had sent a messenger then to Guru Hargobind's court and told him, go to the Guru and bow in front of them. Tell them that I have come to Amritsar on the request of the emperor and to let us know what time suits them best so we may come and have their blessed sight, Darshan. So that messenger then went and told the Sikhs about this. Guru Hargobind heard about this and told the messenger, Today, tell them to just rest from their journey. Tomorrow, we will meet them. Tell them to come in the afternoon here. Send to their camp all the supplies they need, food, supplies for their horses. Make sure they're treated well. So the Masans, the community leaders who heard this command, from the Guru then quickly acted and they went out to get supplies for Vizir Khan and his men. Vizir Khan and their men, they all received whatever they desired. They had a nice meal before they all recited praise for Guru Hargobind and then went to sleep that night. The next day they woke up early in the morning and they bathed in the Amritsar Sarovar. They did an Ardas supplication at Harmandar Sahib with full faith and love. Vizir Khan and his men then began singing praise of Guru Hargobind all morning and half of the day was spent in this way for them. And then they went to go get the offerings ready for Guru Hargobind. The Sikhs at that time, around early afternoon now it was, they were getting ready at the Akal Thakat. They were laying out sheets in front of the Akal Thakat so the congregation could come, sit and enjoy the evening court session, Divan. When at that time Guru Hargobind then approached and arrived in front of the Akal Thakat, he had with great love adorned on his body fine clothing and weapons. Walking in front of Guru Hargobind was a Nakib, basically an officer, a messenger, who would walk at a distance in front of Guru Hargobind singing and announcing the arrival of the Guru. He was holding a gold staff and walking along. Guru Hargobind was behind him at some distance on horseback. His horse was so agile and strong, it was galloping around, jumping like a deer. Guru Hargobind was wearing very fine uh, jewelry and had countless warriors behind him as well, also adorned in beautiful fine clothing and weapons. When Guru Hargobind reached the gate of Harmandar Sahib, bells of happiness were rung out, announcing the arrival of the head of the Sordi clan, Guru Hargobind. He then dismounted off his horse, he bowed down facing Harmandar Sahib, then walked towards and into Harmandar Sahib where he bowed again. He did several parkarmas, meaning he circled around Harmandar Sahib before heading to Harikipori spot where he drank the sarovar, the amrit there. And then he headed to ascend to the throne at the Akal Takat. It looked as if Guru Hargobind was 
the God of heaven sitting there with all his six surrounding him on the throne. The congregation then came, the rest of them, the Rababis came, they began singing Kirtan and in Rags. The congregation would come and bow down and place offerings in front of Guru Hargobind. And at that point, Guru Hargobind had called Vizir Khan over, who also came with a great amount of offerings as well, which he then placed in front of the Guru. He looked at the young Guru, seeing him, he was really, he was in the adolescent age. His beard and mustache were just growing in, it looked really beautiful. On Guru Hargobind's glowing moon-like face, it looked like there was a bit of darkness now trying to cover up the bottom of the moon. Vizir Khan was in such bliss there after bowing down and looking at Guru Hargobind, he claps his hands together and he said, The Emperor Jahangir sends his respects and bows down to you. Guru Hargobind asked how he was. Vizir Khan replied, With your grace, all is well. Guru Hargobind then asked again, So, why have you come? For what reason has the Emperor sent you? Listening to this, Vizir Khan then claps his hands together and replied, I have come to bring you to Delhi. The Emperor desires your darshan, your sight. For many days, the Emperor has been desiring this, has been talking about this. And with great love, he has sent these offerings for you. And he has made the request to you as your murid, as your servant. Guru Hargobind heard this and replied, So, he wants to have my darshan, just like he did with my father, who he had then sent to that vile, wicked person's house. That is where my father passed away. So the emperor wants to call me like this, which then no one will have any idea about of what happened or where I am. Vizir Khan heard this and explained to him. Guru Hargobind, just in the same way, that vile and wicked person Chandu is saying the same type of slander against you as he did of your father, but nothing will come of it. You should come now and meet with the emperor. This hidden matter of your father's passing, you can reveal there to them. Come to Dili and get revenge and tie this evil man Chandu up upside down. Without meeting the emperor, revenge on Chandu will not be possible. Now the emperor has learned well. He doesn't trust Chandu much anymore. He asked me and I explained to him very well. And for this reason, the emperor has sent me instead of others to bring you peacefully. Listening to your words, they will make the right decision. Just like how they were in bliss when listening to your father's words. So it'll be good for us to go to Dili together. But as always, you may do as you wish. But firstly, the emperor's doubts, you will remove those when you talk to them. And secondly, you'll be able to enact revenge on Chandu. But you, Guru Hargobind, are all-knowing, and I do not know anything, so what can I really say? Guru Hargobind at that point understood what Vizir Khan was saying. He understood that Vizir Khan was on his side. Guru Hargobind knew everything that was going to happen in the future anyways. But at that moment, he said, Vizir Khan, stay here the night. And in the morning, we'll give you an answer. So it was late evening now, and everybody at that point left the court session, heading back to their houses. Vizir Khan went back to his camp, but it was an extreme bliss after seeing and hearing the words of Guru Hargobind. The Guru had sent great amounts of food for Vizir Khan's group, which they then enjoyed and then went to sleep. Guru Hargobind, he 
however, went to go see his mother at that moment, Mata Gangaji, and told her, The emperor has asked for me to come to Delhi. Mata Ganga, though, when she heard this, was extremely anxious and scared. It had only been about a year since Guru Hargobind had taken to the throne of Guru Nanak. She had sent out a request at that moment to call all the senior congregation leaders, the Masans, and the senior Sikhs as well, to come to her residence. They all came that very night, not soon after, and Guru Hargobind had a special court session in Devan. When everyone was there sat properly, they gave the news that the emperor had called Guru Hargobind down to Delhi. Guru Hargobind then asked everyone, You have all spent time with my father, Guru Arjan Dev Ji. You are all very wise. Should we agree to this request from the emperor? Will this be good for us or will it not? What do you think? The oldest of the community leaders, they thought for a second. And then they responded, Before we all know what happened to Guru Arjan Dev Ji and how that went, and how that vile Jandu did what he did, the house of the emperor is extremely dark. No one will know what will happen there. No one is given any news either if somebody else just disappears. We had requested many times, but they gave us no response. Where there is such darkness and evil, why would anyone go there? You will not be able to do anything to protect yourself there. The minister of the emperor, Chandu, he is a great enemy to us. He's always scheming vile acts against us. We have no other support close to the emperor. The empire of the Turks, they do not keep any faith in the Guru's house. We do not have any power to fight against them. We have no spot in the emperor, no place where we may go and take up positions to fight. Fighting against them and meeting up with them, both are problematic. But in, but in the area of Malwa, the jungle area of Punjab, it might be best to head towards there. No army can mount up in that area because of the harsh terrain. We have many Sikhs in that area as well, the Barars. They support you well. And the rest of the congregation, they'll follow you there. And the emperor will slowly and surely forget about you and won't call upon you. At that moment, Bidijan, Jekta, and Purana, they all heard this. They did not like this, and they replied, Who knew what would happen before? But we should stay in Amritsar. If the emperor gets angry and sends a force, let's see their strength. We'll meet them and pitch a fierce battle against them. We'll stop them in their tracks. If we just go to the jungle area now of Malwa, they'll be able to gather and assemble all their forces. We should not leave Amritsar yet. Not if we're not forced to. If we haven't forced their hand, we should not leave. Mata Ganga heard this discussion and she began to just think of her husband, Guru Arjan Dev Ji, and she became very anxious. Her chest was beating hard. She didn't want to see this happen again to her son, Guru Hargobind, when he's going to meet the emperor, Jahangir. So she said, I've only raised one son, which has soothed my soul greatly. How are we not now talking about waging war when he's only so young and weak? What problem is solved by fighting? It only results in death. We should never agree to a plan like this. If we try to fight against the empire, we will lose everything. Why are we talking about leaving Amritsar? Your father and grandfather lived in this city and they've created this city with all their money. 
They built the sarovars, the wells, the other facilities. With great pain and labor, they built this city up. However it will happen, we should live here. We should think now properly. You know, how is the emperor calling us? How can we respond so that there's no conflict? So think about this so we can give a better reply. And with this, Mata Ganga saying this request to the congregation, chapter 47 concludes. And in the next chapter, we'll hear how Baba Buddhaji and Pai Gurdas, they respond and present their ideas on how to respond to this request. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. <laughs>